Good afternoon, everybody. everybody. Thank you for joining us today. Today we've got a special guest with Laura Fenimore. She'll be dialing in here in just a few seconds. She had some technical difficulties, so we'll get into that. In the meantime, let me just go ahead and give you a brief introduction to who she is so that you understand what today's show is going to be. Laura Fenimore is a body image expert. She's a coach and also an acclaimed author. Laura has been on a mission to help women around the world to end a constant battle with their bodies and to start adoring who they see in the mirror. Today she's going to be talking about some of her techniques and will be giving us some of the experiences behind of how to better enjoy your image and to better love you. And just also as a special thing, she's going to do a special gift here at her website, which is at www.skinnyfatperfect.com. And I think Laura has joined us. Good morning or good afternoon, Laura. Hi, Valerie. How are you? I am doing well. We got a lot of technical difficulties. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. We're here. I'm gl- grateful that we're here. Really grateful. All right. Great. So, how did you get into body image coaching, and what exactly is that? Well, good question for the body image expert. So, um, So, Valerie, when I was 24 years old, I was at a crossroads. The choice that I had to make was life or death, and I know that sounds pretty dramatic, but most 24-year-olds are not thinking about suicide, and for those that are, God bless them, but I was at a really um, dark place in my life. I was depressed. I was 100 pounds heavier than I am right now. I was an alcoholic. I used drugs. I smoked um, cigarettes and but I really, really, really hated myself. And um, every day I would look in the mirror and say, Laura, you know, you're a big fat loser. And I was never in denial about my addictions. I knew that I had a problem, but I just didn't believe that there was a way out for me. And so I just thought the easiest way out was to just take, take, take my life. And um, I want to just go back a little bit in time. As I'm the youngest of eight children, and I come from a home that, you know, there was a lot of abuse that happened in my home. And when I was 11 years old, I went into foster care, and I couldn't make sense of anything. I couldn't make sense of having a dad that told me that I should have never been born and then being taken out of my house and stripped from my brothers and sisters and My way of coping with all of it was just to eat over it, drug over it, drink over it. And it, you know, was this difficult, difficult, difficult time. But, you know, what I say to people is I have, I had a plan and the universe had another plan for me. And I was given at that ripe young age of 24, I was given um, tools and um, an angel that came into my life that basically showed me the way to tools and showed me the way to uh, a, a fresh start. And it was not easy, but it's 
certainly was an avenue to holding on to my dear life. And I kind of made a mission or a plan at that point that if I could find my way out of this addiction and this self-hatred that I would help other people. So lo and behold, here I am at almost 54. I've been doing this work for uh, about 15 years, Valerie, and I teach women how to love what they see when they look in the mirror, so how to accept themselves and how to love themselves at any size, age, and weight. Because I am somebody that hated her body fat, hated her body thin, and somebody that used and abused food and couldn't see any way out and have found a way out and teach my clients a way out. So that was a long answer to a very short question, but I hope that was helpful. Yes, very much so. And Laura, how would you know if it is actually an issue or whether it's just something that somebody's just having a bad day or it's a phase or it just happens to be right this second and, you know, I feel bad about myself or I at this moment in time and, and I don't need to reach out for help, it's going to pass eventually. I mean, how do you, how do you know that it's going to actually something that you have to reach out for help for or if it's something that's going to just be a phase or just how you're feeling today? I think that that's a really good question, but I think a just today is something that is not generally a problem, but most of the people that I work with feel bad about themselves every day, feel afraid about not getting any kind of control of their life most of the time. So occasional is usually not addiction and you know, and I feel bad about myself most of the time is usually there's a bigger problem. And, you know, it's a really, really good question. It's like how, you know, what qualifies somebody to need help when they're not happy with themselves. And if people are happy with themselves, you know, great. Um, But usually the people that I work with, aren't happy with what they look like, how much they weigh, how they're aging, how unsexy they feel. And, um, yeah, there's a difference. Mm -hmm. And what does a body image expert, what is, what, what do you do or how does this work to the, so the the people listening be able to know what they're getting into if they were going to reach out? Well, I'm not a diet club. There's a lot of corporate diets in the world, and there's lots of ways to lose weight. But what I know is that if I could hand people a diet and an exercise program and tell them to sleep a lot and drink a lot of water, and that would take all their problems away, then, you know, then I would have found the fountain of success. But the truth is, is that Most of the people that come to me have tried lots of diets and have not been successful. They've tried lots of external things to make them feel good about themselves, and they haven't, that hasn't worked. So, what I do is I teach people how to begin to love and accept themselves by all kinds of internal um, tools, and those tools are not in in diet classes. They're 
they're mental and emotional transformations that take time and space. So I call my body image mastery class your Ph.D. program, your personal health degree. And it's like taking a class in college. You know, you're either serious about it or you're not serious about it. And if people are serious about getting happy and healthier in their lives, then they'll be willing to do the work. And people don't like work. They don't want to do work. But I I say, you know, if, if people are suffering enough, they might be willing to do the harder stuff that actually leads to more freedom. So it's um, it's deep emotional work that I ask people to do, and most of the time they're willing to do it. Actually, all of the time they're willing to do it, because when people get to me, they're usually at a place where they're completely willing, like, I'm I'm ready. I'm, I'm tired of hating myself. I'm tired of hating my body. I'm tired of hating how I look. I'm tired of trying every diet in the world that doesn't work. All of that is, like, my... That's sort of the the look and the feel of women that come to me. They've done a lot of different things. Well, in today's world, it's pretty easy to to be body shamed with all the publicity and advertising and runway shows, and everybody's got to be a size two. And it's it, it's hard to to not walk away thinking, oh my God, I mean, I'm a size, you know, I'm a size twelve, so I must be obese. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's one of the things that I teach, Valerie, is how to how to block out the external world and how to live in your own truth, which is that my work is not about teaching women how to be thin or to get thin or anything like that, because that's silly, because not every woman is meant to be thin, will be thin, but it is about accepting yourself. And if you want to change yourself at that point in service of yourself and your health, then you can choose that. But thinking that you're going to do it to be liked more, loved more, accepted more, more the norm, that's all what I call the the lie of society. It's like thinking that we have to be a perfect size in order to be liked or loved or important. And, and, And it is true that it does make me very sad that, People like the Kardashians sort of perpetuate that myth that, you know, you have to be rich and famous and beautiful in order to be worthwhile. And I don't believe that for one second, um, but I see how people are so addicted to that nonsense that there's like this false illusion that if I just had the right clothes and makeup and the right body, I'd be okay. And that's just not true. Yeah, you know? that's true. Yep. What would you say for advice, because I'm sure we've got some moms out there that are raising you know, teenage daughters. What would be the best advice or the best thing that they could tell their daughters on how to block all this out and to become more confident in who they are? Well, I think it's important to have truthful conversations with people. And A truthful conversation would be to say, I understand it's not easy to block that stuff out because it's constantly, I mean, we're we're told that we're uh, exposed between the Internet and television and movies and billboards and magazines to a minimum of 300 images a day of, like, what 
we think of as the perfect body. So we're we're trained, especially as young girls, to want to compare ourselves and compare our bodies to these perfect images. So the first thing I would say to the mom is to clean up her own act and that if she's not, if she's like this, I have a great example of one time when I went to the dentist office and I this woman asked me what I did for a living and I told her, I said, I'm a, I'm a teacher and I'm a body image expert and She's like, oh, God, I have three daughters, and they all love their bodies, but I hate my body. I've always hated my body. I've always been a compulsive dieter. I mean, she just, like, laid it out there. And my daughters are always saying, Mom, you know, like, what's your problem? You you know, you're pretty enough. And and I said, wow, that's pretty interesting that there's a reversal there, that your daughters are trying to kind of train their mom because usually it's the opposite. But I said, you know, it just goes to show how people are their own, you know, we're, we're born with our own DNA and everybody has their own journey and path and their daughters somehow got got it young that they were okay how they looked and what they weighed. But a lot of girls don't. And if a mom is really not sure what to do with her daughter who's struggling with her own body image at a very young age, I would say the first thing she needs to do is look at herself in the mirror and can she look at herself and say, I love you. There's things about you that I might want to improve, but I still love you. And she has to test, you know, test out her own litmus test. And if so it's cleaning up our own acts, and then we can go to our daughter with honesty and integrity, say, hey, you know, this isn't an easy issue for me either, but I've really improved on myself, and, you know, I'm working on my health and my well-being. And I know it's hard to, you know, want to compare yourself to other girls and other kids at school and and celebrities, but the truth is, is you're the most important gem in this world, and we're just going to celebrate you over and over, because if we can't celebrate ourselves, then, you know, what's the point? That is true. That is true. Mm -hmm. And for those that are listening, they're going to sit back and they're going to say, what has all this got to do with business or me being a mother or who I am today? So I've got a bad body image. It's a great, great question. I think the most important thing is that when we are obsessing about how we look, how much we weigh, what we're going to eat next, thinking about what people are thinking about how we look, when we have all that going on, and constantly questioning our self-worth and our body size and our weight, we are draining. You know, I say we're either fountains or drains. We are draining and sucking our energy. So it's taking a tremendous amount of energy away from our life force and from what, from our jobs. I mean, if, if people are spending their life looking at diet plans and how can I fix myself or how can I get the next plastic surgery or how can I do this or how can I do that? Again, that's all external stuff. It doesn't mean that it doesn't matter, but it's not going to usually make anyone happier. I mean, I think we've, we've seen that proven over and over and over and over, that there are thin women that eat cotton balls and are very sick about how they see themselves and there are heavy women that feel really good and confident about who they are 
And it's not size that's going to make us happy or not happy. But I think we have this illusion that if we're thin, we're going to be happy. And it's just not true. And we have to be happy now with who we are. And then from that place, we can change if we want. So do you see, Valerie, what I mean about it's really a drain on us psychically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, takes away from our livelihood as in our work if we're t- if we're constantly obsessing about what we are. Right. Most or what definitely. We're not. Yep. Yep. I mean, usually it's, it's no different than if you go out on a date and you're all dressed up, you've got confidence because you know you're looking good. But mm-hmm. if you if you, you know, come to the show and you you feel bad or you're constantly like you said obsessing about your weight, then obviously your performance will go bad too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, yeah, I mean, it's it's one thing to, I really think it's like, you know, I work, people approach me all the time, like, do I dress people because you're a body image consultant? Does that mean that you dress people? Or, You know, personally, I don't not care about clothes and makeup and all that kind of stuff, but it's really not my thing. I mean, clearly, you know, I've had photo shoots where I put makeup on and I get dressed up. But I am clothes and makeup and all of that stuff are not my thing and never, probably never has been, never will be. And I have no problem. That's important. That's a value for certain people. But I don't ultimately think that makes people happy in the long run. You know, you can only buy so many clothes and dress up so much. And if you still think that you look horrible doesn't matter how much makeup you buy, you're still going to think you look horrible. It's kind of yep. a temporary fix. You know what I mean? Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. And what about men? Do men suffer from this, or is this strictly only a woman thing? Well, of course men suffer from it, but the thing about our culture and about the world is that there are expectations of men and women that are very different. You know, men do not have the same, there's not expectations for them to be thin the way that there is an expectation for women to be thin. They have different expectations. They have different responsibilities. The way that we are socialized is very different. And women are, you know, trained to be sexy vixens and men are trained to be, you know, sturdy, strong, powerful. So it's a different thing. But if you look at a heavy man and a heavy woman in Hollywood and see the expectations that, you know, it's sort of like with men, it's like no one notices. With women, everybody notices. And the expectations are just very imbalanced. So, while men have self-esteem issues, it's it would attack their job performance more than it would, you know, that it's like they they have other esteem issues versus thinking that their body looks horrible. They can get away with a lot when it comes to their bodies, and I don't think anyone's getting away with anything, but again, the expectations are just different. So, I've yeah. worked with men, but um it's 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 rarer. It's rarer that men come to me with this. I mean, you know, mostly I work with women, and it's not that I wouldn't work with men, but it's 
not something that a lot of men are plagued by the way that women are. Right. So most definitely, yeah. That makes sense, yeah. That's John on the line. I, I just, you you came on just a little late when I was just mentioning Jana. Jana is my business partner. <laughs> oh, hey, Jana. <laughs> Hi, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Do you have any questions? Is this making sense to you too? It actually is making a lot of sense. I've never, I really never thought about thought about it from that that aspect. But I, I, you know, and. Would you find that it seems to be that people are quick to judge that you're overweight or you're unhappy with yourself just because that it's just a normal thing? Do people jump to the conclusion that that's just how you want to be rather than taking the the time to figure out that there's a, a more underlying problem? Do you find that a lot with your with your clients or are they themselves into where they think it's just how they're going to be, and they don't realize that there's more issues to it than that. Um, I think that when people come to me, they get a sense that there's something more than just I overeat. Because it is true, we are given such ridiculously mixed messages in our society about, you know, be thin, but here's 10 cooking shows. Be thin, but here's 60,000 recipes in this magazine. Get skinny overnight on the cover of every magazine, and then there's all these seductive recipes. And so it's constant, like, well, which one is it? Am I okay or am I not okay? But people um, don't know what to do with that. Like, how can I just accept myself and also enjoy food and make peace with food or – and. Usually, like I said, usually when people come to me, they have been chronically dieting for a long time with no success, and they can't understand what's wrong with them, and they think there is something wrong with them, and I say there's nothing wrong with you. You've just been beaten up a little bit by somebody else or by yourself, and, you know, it's time to, like, cool your jets and make some changes in your life so that you can feel better about yourself because what I always say is, um, you know, there's there's the person that we are and there's the person that we think we are, and they're usually not in alignment. Like, we think that we are a fat body that is, you know, dumb and stupid and, and or can't stop eating, and the truth is is that there are habits that that you're not, you know, no one's fat and stupid and dumb, like I used to call myself when I was a little kid. But I was also told that. Those are the messages that I got, and I believed them. So I would tell myself that. And when I started to tell myself different things, things started to feel a little bit easier in my life. So it's pretty rare, I hope I'm answering your question, John, that people come to me and usually they have some kind of insight that something's not working. And then they say, something's not working, and I don't want to go on another diet. I just want some peace of mind. And, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. How we on this topic, Laura, what are some of the, the health tips that you would give or health resources that somebody could look at or go look on the Internet that you find as 
the most trusted, most helpful, because let's face it, there's a thousand sites out there that will all tell you, like you say, lose 10 pounds in a week, you know, that type of thing. Yeah, that's why I tell people right off the bat, I'm not going to tell you that. I'm not going to promise you anything around that. It's not to say that you can't lose weight and won't lose weight. And, you know, I just I just um, was working with somebody this week, and I had to go through testimonials to show them. And I was, I, I was actually crying because I was reading through these testimonials of women that have been through my class and in my groups. And it was very... People will release weight and lose weight when they work with me, but it's not where we start. Because, if, again, if, we, if I handed somebody a diet and told them to go exercise, I would be um, not in my integrity because that's not what people necessarily need. I offer tools at my website, skinnyfatperfect.com, which is, you know, I take people through some exercises, which is a really great starting place. I offer, um, uh, you know, a little audio program and some tools and exercises, so I would say that. And, you know, there's over 40 reviews of my book, so I am just going to tout myself. My book is Skinny Fat Perfect, Love Who You See in the Mirror, and it's on Amazon. And in the Kindle version, it's a cup of coffee. So it's definitely worth it if people are readers. There's a lot to learn in this, what is it? I have my book right here, Hundred and 79 pages of there's a lot to learn you know it's a great place to to learn what i teach it's a it's a good beginner that's for sure so um that is definitely something and i you know again i know that there are people on this planet that have been very successful at at dieting and just dieting and exercises whether they've learned how to control their life or they've just, you know, have just had the stamina to put up with that kind of change, whatever. But most people are chronic dieters. And I believe and know that there is a way out of that. Whether it's accepting yourself or you know, making changes so that you can change from the inside out. It's possible for everyone to change. I'm not special. I'm no one that, you know, had any kind of secret powers. What I teach, I've lived, and what I've lived is doable for anyone. Great advice. Yeah. And what do you tell the people about, will tell you, oh, you know, I'm too old now to change. You know, I've eaten this way all my life. I don't know anything different. Or I'm just too busy. I don't have time for exercise. So it's just what it is, and I'll just live with it. Yeah, well, it's it's all about choice, and it's all about, um, well, I, I call those the great myths of the world. You know, not enough time, not enough money, not enough energy, not enough all of that is true for people, but it's all fixable. It's all healable because it's all mental. And, you know, I'm, I'm excuse my language, but I'm screwed after 50. I'm going to be fat forever. I'm just who I am. I mean, that is true for people if that's true for people. And I believe that's true for a lot of people because they believe that. But I think we can take any belief and turn it around at any age, any size, any weight. 
And does that mean that we're going to have a 20-something body? No, it doesn't, because our body is not the same at 65 or at 70 or 80 as it is at 20. But I have had women in my classes, I, I have had two women in my classes that have been over 500 pounds that still to this day, they were able to release couple of hundred pounds over a couple of years of working with me on and off, and they've maintained that. I've had people, oh, and, and by the way, they were in their late 50s. I, in my first five years of being a coach, I coached a woman in her 80s who lost 100 pounds, and she had been a obese person her whole life. So she actually is past now. But she was in her, she was 83 when she started working with me, and she had hundreds of pounds to release, but she lost 100 pounds. And I say you can do it at any size, age, weight. It's just, it's not about the myth. It's about what you choose to do. And I, I am, I am extremely busy. I, I am very busy, but I get up at four o'clock in the morning so that I can meditate and go to the gym. Do I like getting up at 4 o'clock in the morning? No, but it's a choice that I make because it's the only way that I can fit it in. So everything is about choice, and, you know, not everybody wants to make those choices, and that's okay. But as long as we take it back to ourselves and not blame the world for how busy we all are, because everyone's busy. I mean, we are all busy, whether we have kids or not. Everyone's, you know, I mean, there are that's not true. There are monks in, in caves, and there are people in places that aren't as busy as crazy Americans are. And I know you guys are in Mexico, so you're probably not as busy, but maybe you are. But, you know, we can do whatever we, we, we can find the time to do the things that people find times to go to bars. They can find time to go to gyms. So it's just a matter of what we value and what we want to prioritize. And I'm not judging people that go to bars. I'm just saying that it really is about choice. And, you know, when we've been in the habit of certain choices, it's hard to step out of those habits, but we can if we choose. And what's a good daily or weekly or monthly exercise that people can do to get in better love or to better appreciate their bodies? Well, people don't even like to look at themselves in the mirror, gals. Because mirrors are like uh, a reflection of uh, usually people look in mirrors and they have nothing but critical things to say to themselves. Like, God, I'm so this, or my legs are so big, or my belly is so big, or my arms stink, or God, look at that mark on my face, or that we can we look in the mirror and we see more that we don't like than we do like. And I was working with um, a client today, and I... I found this beautiful, beautiful thing that I had gotten like five years ago from a client of mine. I asked her to write a letter to her body, and she wrote this. I mean, she was really struggling at the time liking her body, but she wrote, you know, thank you for supporting me all these years, for carrying me along my path, for carrying my baby girl, for staying alive and healthy so that I can enjoy this beautiful life. Thank you for being so beautiful and tall, strong and lean. Thank you for circulating and cleaning and oxygenating my blood, 
by keeping my lymph immune system. And she goes on and on and on. Thank you for creating my egg so that I could have my darling daughter. Thank you for keeping my heart healthy and strong so that I can walk and play. Thank you for keeping my spine strong and straight. So we generally have more hellish things to say to our body than to actually have reverence for what it's done. I mean, think about it. Our body has gotten us this far in our lifetime, and most of us hate them, have really difficult relationships with them. So a lot of people feel like their bodies have disowned them or their bodies have um, betrayed them. So to actually create a loving, strong relationship with our body can start by looking in the mirror and actually saying kind things to ourselves, kind things to our bodies. Like, I might not like the way my legs look right now, but I am so incredibly grateful that they've gotten me, that that I can walk every day, that I can actually move, that I actually have the ability to walk in the world, through the world, on Mother Earth. So that's something that is very practical, that to actually just practice the mirror. And, you know, that's step one. Step two is actually looking in the mirror and telling yourself that you love yourself and appreciate yourself. But step one is just look, being able to look in the mirror without criticizing yourself, without actually saying something, you know, I really like my eyes or, God, I'm just so grateful for my arms. And if there is a voice there that's saying, oh, yeah, but look how fat they are, or, God, they're disgusting, or whatever, to just allow that voice to be but to override it with another really loving thought. So, great tip. Yep, great mm-hmm. tip. Yeah. Cause, so why don't you tell people about what your free gift is and why they should go there and what they're going to get there? Yeah. So, you know, on my home page at skinnyfatperfect.com, I um, I teach. I have a tool there, which is um, it's an audio and a video. And in the video, I teach. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. It's an audio and a workbook. And the workbook is just beginning exercises to this work. It's not what I just suggested, so it's something different. And actually, I'm going to keep it a little bit of a secret. But it's the beginning steps to learning how to love what you see when you look in the mirror. And um, it's, it's an audio of me talking about ways to begin your journey to self-love, and it's also a PDF with exercises on it. So all you have to do is get that free tool. And I also, you know, here's something you have to know about me. I, I, I believe there's enough on this planet, like enough. There's, that doesn't mean that I, I have my head in the sand, that people are starving every day, and, you know, there's a lot of darkness on the planet. But you know, in the Western world, there's enough to go around. So I'm not afraid of um, rejection or people saying they're not interested in working with me or that they're, I'm not their gal or anything like that. It happens all the time. But I also know that I've helped a lot of people, and I'm here to I'm here to serve and help a lot of people. I think the greatest gift that I offer is time with me. So I, I always offer people discovery sessions to you know, meet me, find out if you're interested in my class that's coming up. It starts on May 16th, 
body image mastery class, it's a three month class. So there's that to me is a great gift. Is just I offer a discovery session. People can get that on my homepage at skinnyfatperfect.com. And there's no pressure to do anything with me because I'm I'm aware that I'm not for everyone and everyone's not for me and that that's okay because there's enough to go around and I'm okay. I just want to help people that you know want to get help by me and are interested in the work that I do. So. So I think that's an important thing to know, that there's there's actual tools, but there's also an opportunity to sign up for a discovery session. Great, great, because I'm sure yeah. there's a lot of people out there that are on the fence that just don't know. And, of course, they, you know, nobody ever wants to admit they have a problem. Yeah, and, and I see, yeah, I mean, or they do and they're just afraid or they're like, I don't know, I don't know, this sounds kind of, to like snake oily to me or whatever and again I'm not trying to get people that have been taken advantage of to trust me but usually people get kind of a sense of somebody and I'm I'm not out to you know rob from the poor and take it to the rich you know it's like that's just not who I am all I am is just this loving being on the planet who wants to help people that's it why don't you tell people about your book? I'm sure that's got a lot more information than the freebie that you're giving away in the workbook. So why don't you tell yeah. people about this great book and how they can get it and, and what's going to be in it and what can they expect? And Yeah, so um, you know what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to – is it okay if I, like, read a page? I don't know how we are time-wise. How are we doing? Sure, we got, we got no, 20 sure minutes. Go ahead. Oh, good. Okay, so my book, Skinny Fat Perfect, Love Who You See in the Mirror, is on Amazon, just under Skinny Fat Perfect. And um, I'm going to just little, read a little section of my book that I love. Is it also available on Kindle? It is. It is. That's why I said that my Kindle is, this, is the book on Kindle is the uh, price of a cup of coffee you know it's not it's not a big investment for people and if you like to read i think that there's a lot here so stepping stone six um wait a second i'm sorry stepping stone five let go of the outcome seems counterintuitive and maybe even ridiculous. You've just connected with a powerful desire about what you want your life to be like. Then you find something worth striving for. And now you can move forward completely and attach to the outcome of whether you'll get the life you want. I invite you to read a powerful book by Dan Millman called The Way of the Peaceful Warrior. Dan spent his whole life as a gymnast and wrote the book as he was gearing up for the Olympics. As accomplished as he was, he wasn't happy. Then he was in a horrible motorcycle crash that shattered his legs. The book chronicles Dan's true story of defying probability of becoming a true warrior. The crux of his philosophy is that in order to get that which we want, we must let go of our need and desire for it. This may sound impossible, but this is where freedom lies. We achieve the life we desire when we begin living for the moment, in the moment, and because of the moment. This is why finding our bliss is so important. Our bliss is not an outcome or a result. It is a doing. It is a being. 
Dan had become so focused on winning that he lost the passion he'd had for the act of twisting, contorting, and mastering his body. When he reconnected with the love of the moment and the actions themselves as he recovered, he could release the outcome and be fully present in the moment. There was no thought as to whether he'd win, what the judges were thinking, and who who won before or who went before or after. Only presence, only bliss, only love. Dan came back from his injury and went on to lead his team to a national championship. His philosophy today is still about recognizing that we can control our efforts while surrendering to the outcome. What would it be like to shake or shift our behavior, a fast-track dieting, self-criticism, and instead of holding onto the outcome with clenched fists, let go of it all? It begins with looking at those things we desire most and finding the bliss in working towards them, not in achieving them. Achievement is still the goal, but you only get there by letting go of the need for it. I used to believe that one day I would wake up and I would have arrived. I would have this silly belief that suddenly all my problems would be gone. We all want the golden ring, the silver lining, and with that desire, forget the process. The journey is all part of the arrival. By being alive and conscious and well, we have arrived. In other words, I invite you all to fall in love with the process, with the transformation, with the growth and healing you're experiencing for its own worth. Let go of the outcome you want to achieve, your weight release and healthy body image. Through that letting go of the outcome, you will achieve your result. That's actually, um, there's another piece called Walking the Path with Heart. Warriorship is a state of being. Heart is a state of doing. We have hearts so that we may love, give, and feel. As you walk the path of the warrior, you must walk the path with heart. Your heart is your compassion. With heart, you take your place among the ranks of warriors who are co-creators and co-participators in their bodies, their lives, and their worlds. Eventually, through consistent doing, we become beings of love. But first we begin with doing. It is by walking the path of the heart and taking real action that we can become our warrior selves. Right now, self-love may just be a concept for you, some vague sense of ease and peace that you should feel. However, there is nothing that should or shouldn't be done, that should or shouldn't happen. How you feel about yourself in this moment is how you feel. It simply is. The real question or whether how you feel serves you and where you want to be. Love is the highest form of doing and being. It heals all things. That's why I want to move you into a doing of love and eventually a being of love. There is no destination for this path. Walking the path with heart is a journey that never ends. When I was 25 years old, a former AA sponsor of mine said to me, Laura, do not give up, because as Thomas Jefferson said, the price of freedom is eternal vigilance. She told me that for the rest of my life, I should never take things for granted and to remain vigilant about my physical and spiritual healing. As wounded as I was back then, her words landed in my heart with boundless energy. I knew life would never become easy. New challenges are thrown at us all the time. But I also knew that if I always walked the path with heart, I would face those hurdles with self-love. I hung a poster of that quote on a wall in my apartment, and every time I had the urge to give up and run for nachos and burritos, reach for a drink or cigarettes or a nasty thought, I saw those words from my sponsor. The price of freedom is eternal vigilance. 
So my sponsor was Theo. I thought of that beautiful winter day when she and I sat in a cafe on Union Street in San Francisco, my heart pounding as I listened for her love, which came through, and I remembered on that day I vowed to not give up and to be vigilant. That's how I stayed on the path with heart. The day I woke up and knew that if my only legacy was that I loved, I would be complete, and I am. That's a little piece from my... Wow, that's really, really good. Wonderful. Yeah. That was really good. Very, very Thank you. Mm. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I actually am very proud of my book, but I'm more proud of the reviews that I got for my book that are on Amazon. So if nothing else, just go read the reviews. <laughs> There's a lot of juice in the reviews because I think a lot of people have gotten value from the, reading the book. I would guess so, yes. And also, you've got a great blog. I know you had a you had a quiz on there that says how uh, how well do you love your body. So for people who would like to go and find out where you stand on your image, there's a great little quiz there. It's got 19 questions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's a good place to start. You got you have a great blog. I mean, it's got all sorts of information and questions and everything. So that's great. And I yeah. understand you also have a Facebook group. So tell people how to get to the Facebook group. Is it an open oh, group? Oh, yeah. I love my join? Facebook group. Absolutely. So the Facebook group, it sits in with that theme of love who you see in the mirror, which is my Facebook group, love who you see in the mirror. And it's just a rocking group of wonderful, wonderful women from all over the world, actually, who are just uh, in community with each other and with me, and it's just really great. I I contribute something to that group every day. I mean, ask a question, share something. It's it's a daily wonderful community. And then when I have my class, which starts on May 16th, it's my 12-week class. I'm actually going to be having a free webinar that is um, going to be leading up to the class, and. Uh, I don't know if there's a way to put the webinar on um, where this this recording will be, but yep, I sure can. Yep, if you get me the link, I will have it put onto the recording as well, and I'll get it onto the YouTube channel so people will be able oh, to wonderful. hit the re- webinar for you as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The webinar is going to be great. It's um. Well, I will just tell you some facts about it's it's called Do You Hate the Way You Look and Feel? Discover three proven ways to stop failing at diet, stop gaining weight, and get the body you've always wanted. And although my emphasis is not necessarily weight, you know, going back to what we talked about in the beginning, women are not happy with their bodies, whether they have five pounds to lose or a hundred pounds to lose. It's it's a it's a it's as habitual and as addicting as food can be to people. Like, it's just never good enough. So one of the things I'm going to talk about is how we make peace, how we start making peace with our bodies and with food. Because, you know, we have such love-hate relationships with food. Like, we love it, we want it, we know we need it, but we hate it because it's, you know, We've a lot of times we've created it as the enemy because it's you know we gain weight we eat food we gain weight so <laughs> we want to stop that relate that abusive relationship and make it a more peaceful one yeah so um, 
So the the webinar, you'll it's skinnyfatperfect.com and then it's body image webinar. Um, and I will send you the link. But the webinar is I'm doing three live webinars on May 9th and 10th. So May 9th at 5 o'clock, May 10th at 11 o'clock, and May 10th at 6 o'clock. And those are all Pacific time. So Okay, great. Yeah, I'll send you the link. Love for some or all of you to show up for the webinar. It's going to be fun. All right, well, our time is ending up. Why don't you uh, wrap up again and give everybody the links to your Facebook group, your website, what they're going to get for their free gift, and then where your book is again, just in case anybody missed it. Again, everybody, I will have all this posted as well on the Blog Talk Radio and on the YouTube channel. Yeah, so the website is skinnyfatperfect.com, and there's gifts there. There's a free discovery session with me there, too. There is um, the webinar. We're going to send you a link. There's a webinar that's happening on May 9th and May 10th. And then we also um, have my book on Amazon.com, and it's called Skinny Fat Perfect, Love Who You See in the Mirror. So if you just put Skinny Fat Perfect in on Amazon, there it will be. And, um, you know, I'm happy to... Read something if you want. Just to, I'm, I'm not not a piece of my book. I can read a piece on on our bodies, just for people to just like take a moment and listen to these words. Can I read it? Perfect. Please, of course. My body is a temple. I treat it with dignity and respect, honoring it for the holy place that it is. I am the epitome of health, full of energy and vitality. I affirm my body's natural healing powers and facilitate its healing processes. I take care of my body and support its natural balance. I exercise, I rest, I eat healthy foods, and I keep my body free from abuse, unnecessary stress, and addictions. I'm grateful for this body of mine, even for its seeming flaws. I admire this body, the dwelling place of my soul through which I love, create, and express joy and happiness. As important as my body is, I'm clear of its purpose. It's a vehicle for me to have this experience and journey in my lifetime. And to that I say thank you. So I think like a bad relationship that people will have or a bad relationship with a family member or a you know a lover or a marriage or oftentimes people have really unhealthy relationships with their bodies and what I'm trying to do is to change that relationship because I don't think that any unhealthy relationship is necessarily good for any of us so to actually in Instead of feeling like the body's the enemy and it's betrayed us and, you know, why do I have to eat anyway? And to actually start to really respect it and repair the relationship so that it doesn't have to feel like torture to eat. or And it's much easier to get somewhere when we're at, you know, when we're not at war than it is when we are at war. So, I mean, that is it in a nutshell. And it's a process to get there because 
you know, as humans, we're pretty complex. We all have histories. We all have um, childhoods. We all have families. We all have lots of stuff that have gotten us to where we are when we get there. And I know I did, and I had a lot to repair before I could do the work that I do. And, you know, now... And and am I perfect? Do I have issues? Absolutely. But I I know I really do know how to manage things in a way that doesn't cost me cause me to blame, hate, abuse, overuse. You know, more than not. And that doesn't mean that I don't, you know, have bad days or have, you know, overeat sometimes or whatever but it's not it's not con- constant and chronic anymore and that's just been you know retraining myself so yeah well I thank you so much I really appreciate you coming on um, again the website's skinnyfatperfect.com also if anybody's out there that needs Laura, to speak at an event or speak on a podcast or something, I'm sure she's available for that. I noticed that you have a speaking page. Yeah, I love it. I love to speak, actually. I have a YouTube channel, too, which, All right. which call, has me speaking at events. Out. Yeah, well, it's just Skinny Fat Perfect on YouTube. So, okay. Yeah, it's my brand. So you can go there and see me speaking at events. All right. All right, good deal. And again, the Facebook is Love Who You See in the Mirror, so make sure you connect with Laura on that. And I appreciate you so much for coming on and giving us our pearl of wisdom, and hopefully everybody will walk away feeling a little bit better about their bodies and who they are. And if not, hopefully they have some insight, uh, who to go to for some help, and we'll reach out and contact you or at least get into the Facebook group. Yeah. I would love it, and I'm I'm just really appreciate what you guys do, and thank you so much for having me, and thank you so much for being the lights that you are. Well, really. thank you so much. Mm-hmm. You have a wonderful Easter and a happy holiday, and all of our guests and all of our listeners, we hope that you guys have a great holiday as well. And yeah. again, we will see you on Thursday at 4 o'clock. Thank you so much, Laura. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye.